Marcus Sahaba, the voice of Ahlul Sunnah wal Jama'ah. Nikah de masno, dukhe dil ka marham. Nikah de masno, dukhe dil ka marham. Ye farma gaye hai Rasool-e-Mukarram. Ye farma gaye hai Rasool-e-Mukarram. Ye shadi hai beshak, mohabbat ka zina. Ye shadi hai beshak, mohabbat ka zina. Baharon ki amad, sabaka taranum. Baharon ki amad, sabaka taranum. Nikah de masno, dukhe dil ka marham. Ye farma gaye. Six minutes after 11. South African time. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Ahalan wa sahalan wa marhaban bikum. It's a beautiful brr. Tuesday morning. Here in uh, Johannesburg. Yes, it's cold, it's cold, it's cold. My wonderful listeners of uh, Marka Sahaba, the voice of Ahlul Sunnah, Wal Jama'ah, our wonderful listeners of Sirius FM, Haji Faisal Asmal, and Hafiz Yusuf Asmal and company. Somebody was telling me that uh, it's actually, it actually snowed. Is it true, Haji Suleiman Esop? They say that it snowed in Cape Town. And they say that it's not in KZN. I don't know how true is it. Uh, Haji Suleiman Esop says, Malana, I wish I knew, but I'm not the weatherman. I'm only uh, an engineer and I'm only uh, a presenter and I'm only a journalist. Okay. Hayazi. Haji Suleiman Esop. <laughs> yeah. He's my engineer, by the way. Uh, he will be my engineer from now till 12 o'clock, inshallah. Uh, yes. Uh, 084-786-3132 084-786-3132 International Overseas Listeners Plus to 784-786-3132 It is a bit cold, but wherever you are, please Just send us a message and say, Mulana, we are in a good mood We're listening to the Bliss of Marriage And uh, I want to welcome each and every one of you My wonderful listeners on this beautiful Tuesday morning The 26th of Safar 1445, which is also the 12th of September 2023. Uh, let's welcome our beloved, honorable, respected Fadila Tulustad, Hazrat Mulana Mufti Abdul Qadir Hussein Hafidahullah. Ustad, it's a beautiful Tuesday morning, well, a bit cold. Welcome to the Bliss of Marriage. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh, Ustad. وعليكم السلام ورحمة الله وبركاته بارك الله فيكم عن عرفات جزاك الله خيرا. Ustad, a listener wants to know that uh, she wants out of her marriage because my husband never ever ever worked in his life. It is not my duty as a Muslima to go out and make a home, Ustad. What's the procedure to get out, anonymous Ustad? Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. نحمده ونصلي على رسوله الكريم أما بعد All praise due to Almighty Allah The sustainer, nourisher and cherisher of the universe Peace, blessings and salutations be upon our beloved master and leader Nabi Muhammad Mustafa Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam Today is the 26th of Safar, 1445. Hence, Friday will be the 29th. Friday evening after Maghrib, we should scan the sky and look for the new moon and crescent. But it's only 14, 15 hours old here in South Africa, taking Cape Town and all the areas into consideration. Hence, the chances are very slim. So 90%, 95%, then Saturday will be the 30th of Safar, and then Saturday night, Sunday, will be the first of Rabiul Awal, Inshallah Al-Aziz. So we can take it for granted, Inshallah, Inshallah Al-Aziz, that Rabiul Awal will commence this Sunday. So we should make the notes of this and diarize it as well. You, my sister, now we need to analyze this question a bit. You say your husband never ever worked in his life. 
So I want to go back to the history when he came, his parents came, family came to propose to you. I mean, that was one of the most obvious things to ask. What is your age and what work are you doing and how will we sustain this marriage and so forth? So now you say, no, he never worked in his life. So I find that a bit astonishing, you know. Okay, be that as it may. So now you are fed up. You are married eight years, nine years, six years, whatever the case might be. There might be a child and the children involved. So my advice always, we say, Hamara kam jorna he nakatorna. We say we must try and make the home and not break the home. So tell him you're giving him one month, two months chance. If you don't get work, then you will definitely walk away as it is holidays are coming and so forth. Then you will take the children and you will move out. Now, how do you go out of this marriage? That's the question. So either he, your husband, must give you a talaq, a divorce. Second one is you, if you are in the wrong. But the way you have framed and posed this question, that you are not in the wrong. But anyway, if the lady, the wife is in the wrong, so then she makes khula. Khula means that she returns the gift or return the mahar and marital gift to the husband. And he, the husband, will issue the talaq. That talaq will be talaq by in one irrevocable divorce. Meaning that if they want to reconcile in future, then a new nikah must be performed. So this amount that the wife will give to the husband is amicably, mutually agreed upon. But it's not the wife divorcing the husband. The husband is divorcing the wife, but he, the husband, is receiving something in exchange. So because he spent so much on the wife, and now the wife is not playing her part. So that is when the wife is in the wrong. But in your situation, the way you pose the question, that does not apply to you. Third one, if your husband is not maintaining you, not maintaining the children, so that will be a valid reason for fasakh. Fasakh means to annul the marriage. So you go to your local ulama or the jamiyats and so forth and give them all the main things. You were married in 2000, 2010, 2015, whenever. And then from that time till now, your husband is not providing for you nafaka. Nafaka means maintenance. And you are carrying the burden and responsibilities for yourself and for your children, which is not what Islam teaches us, all that the husband must pay. And that will be a valid ground for you must remember fasakh and annulment of marriage. But if you have child or children, I will still advise you to give him one more chance and tell him he must get off his laurels and stop thinking of Hadi and get back to work. And that way there maybe you can save your home and save you can your children can be brought up by both parents. Uh, the listener says, please advise on what to read, dear Honorable Respected Mufti Saab. My sister fell pregnant twice and both times she lost her baby by three months. Tests were done. And there is nothing wrong with her or the baby. Anonymous was that. Okay, my sister, obviously you are devastated. You were pregnant. You conceived and once and then twice. Both times you had a mess. And now your husband also is, you understand, devastated and very, very disappointed. So you both must remain strong now. He must support you. You must support him. And in that way, always turn the negative into a positive. So after difficulty comes ease, after difficulty comes relief. So write down all this and then inshallah things will get better. So number one, Surah 37. You know Surah Yasin is Surah 36, Chapter 36, the next Surah. Chapter 37, Surah Safat, verse 100. Rabbi habali mina salihin. Oh, beloved Allah, grant us, grant me pious children, normal children. Surah 3, verse 38. So the dua, first one, Nabi Ibrahim, alayhi salam. Second one, Nabi Zakaria, alayhi salam. <coughs> Ma, sorry about that. Surah 3, verse 38. Rabbi habli milladun kazurriyatan tayyiba. Oh, beloved Allah, grant me from your side such offspring progeny that are pure and chaste. Inna kasami uddu'a. And then read Surah 3. You must remember that. 
and read Surah 3, I gave you already, Surah 21 and verse 89, and that will be, Rabbila tadarni farda wa antakhirul warithin. Surah 21 and verse 89. So read that, Nabi Zakaria Salam's dua. And then the pious people's dua, Surah chapter 25, verse 74, Rabbana hablana min azwajina wadurriyatina qurrata a'yun. So inshallah you read it abundantly. And then istighfar, astaghfirullah, 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 rabbi min kulli dhammin wa tubu Istighfar is for the past. That, Ya Allah, all the vices, sins I committed, from the time I became balik and mature, forgive me, Ya Allah. Tawbah is for the future. Ya Allah, you assist me, you protect me from all these vices. I don't ever relapse and go back to the evil, devilish activities. So that is Toba. Now, when you fall pregnant, you conceive, then read chapter 13, Surah 13, Surah Ra'ad, the thunder, and verse number 8. This is once you fall pregnant, then you won't have a must, inshallah, things will go smooth. Chapter 13, Surah Yusuf, chapter 12. The Surah after that, Surah Ra'ad, chapter 13, verse 8. I read for you. Allahu ya'lamu ma tahmilu kullu unsa wa ma taghidu al-arhamu wa ma tazdad. Almighty Allah alone knows what the female is carrying. Twins, single, triplets, quadruplets, all that male, free boy, girl, all that only Almighty Allah knows. What color eyes, what color hair, how much hair. No doctor, no gynecologist can tell you all that. All the contractions, expansion taking place, that is only in the knowledge of all And everything will happen on the appointed time. Learn to speak to Allah, you husband and wife. Ya Allah, my wife was pregnant twice, and twice she had a mess. Ya Allah, Kudrat ka Karishma. You show us, Ya Allah, give us our third child and that will be the best of the best Ya Allah we are Rida Bil Qadha whether it's a boy whether it's a girl whether it's twins we are very happy Ya Allah so you give our charity and read chapter 13 verse 8 and these children you understand Sikht in Islamic terminology we call it Sikht so their children one will in, uh, one will intercede for the mother one will intercede for the father both of them will intercede for both of of you so there is a silver lining as well but we are human beings we feel hurt also and emotions get the better of us but remember even that is a blessing in disguise i see the same listener is saying who started at muftisab he still has the audacity to tell my beloved sister that there's something wrong with her womb or else she's going to take a second wife without her permission this has really put my sister down. They are crying, Ustad. So I just told you that, I didn't know you were going to ask this question, mm. but I just told you that when you are in a difficult juncture, so that's the time you need one another's support. Mm. For the husband to make these kind of statements, remember, he's foolish and he's an idiot to make such kind of statements. You must remember that. This is not some switch on, switch off, some button and so forth. The pain she has to go through, the disappointment she he has to go through instead of helping his wife now he's blaming his wife and threatening and so forth so you husband you must apologize to your wife and say forgive me to the foolish statement to make buy my presents for her and so forth marriage is not a dictatorship as many Muslim husbands think it is a partnership Quran Sharif speaks of this in Surah 2 verse 187 how the garments we wear they right attached and connected to our body so your husband wife in duk and suk you must be with one another during prosperity and adversity so you must go through it together didn't I tell you a hundred times whether in the plane we will go through the, you must remember you know in the plane what they call that thing there when the plane shakes like this and so forth so you must remember that what they call it again that you must remember somebody can just send the term there and then you go in the ship the waves are there and in the 
Turbulence, turbulence. That's the word turbulence. I have to worry about my sneezing. So, alhamdulillah. So, anyway, the turbulence in the air, the waves on the boat, and the potholes in South Africa on the land and sand, you go through it together. Remember these type of things here. So, marriage is a partnership, and the captain is the husband. So, we must get out of this mentality that we are the dictators and we can just say anything, do anything. That's wrong. Quran Sharif has commanded the husband, Surah 4, verse 19, and treat your wives with love, with respect and justice. That's a commandment from Almighty Allah. Somebody says, Ustad, that I recently found out I am pregnant. What can I read for a healthy baby Ustad? Excellent. Read one simple verse. And not only you, get your hubby also. And sometimes in your leisure time, both of you read. Sometimes husband make dua and you, the wife, say amin. Sometimes you, the wife, read and husband say amin. Simple. Read now with me. Surah 37, verse 100. And pay attention to the translation. Chapter 37, just after Surah Yasin, Surah Safat, verse 100, Rabbi Habali mina swalihin. Oh, Nabi Ibrahim, alayhi salam, is old. He's got two wives, one young, one old. None of them got children. He cries, he begs, he petitions Almighty Allah, Azza wa Jalla. And what does he say? Oh, Allah, grant me pious children. Ya Allah, grant me normal children. See, both meanings are accommodated and accepted there. So both of you must read it. Give out charity daily. Allah, Jalla wa will bless you with pious offspring that be comes the coolness of your eyes. Rabbana hablana min azwajina wa dhurriyatina qurrata a'yun. Ya Allah grant us spouses and offspring and progeny that ankoke tandak banjai. The coolness of the eyes. First say the hajar, hajara. You call it tarakhim in Arabic. So she gave birth. She gave birth to Nabi Ismail alayhi salam. And he was very old, Nabi Ibrahim alayhi salam. After some time, then she said, Sarah radiallahu anha fell pregnant. And then she conceived and gave birth to Nabi Ishaq Time for gratitude and shukr and thankfulness to Almighty Allah. Chapter 14, Surah Ibrahim, verse 39. Alhamdulillahilladhi wahabali al-kibari Ismail wa Ishaq. Oh Allah, all praises to you. You gave me a gift whilst I was so old, Ya Allah. First you blessed me with Nabi Ismail salam, the one who listens to Allah Ta'ala. Then you blessed us with Ishaq salam, both the prophets. Ishaq means to smile. Inna Rabbi Verily, my Rabb, my sustainer, nourisher provider. Surely he listens to the dua and responds to the dua positively. See the beauty, the glory, the style, the diction of the noble Quran. Mm. 0847863132. Somebody says, Ya Mufti Sab, I am 19 years old. My dad, he is from India and wants me to follow his tradition. I'm not ready for marriage, Mufti Sab. Who do I tell? Ustad. No, your reasoning is wrong, my sister. I'm not ready, and so you are 100% ready when you're 19 years old. Take Sayyida Fatima radiallahu ta'ala anha, one of the greatest ladies of all time and all places, when she was 15 years old and five months, and Sayyida Ali radiallahu anhu came and wanted her hand in marriage, then Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wasallam agreed. She agreed during the month of Ramadan after the battle of Badr. Open Musannaf Abdul Razak. You will find it there. The Tarjumatul Bab. The heading first he speaks of Badr and then he speaks about Nikahu Fatima radiallahu anha with Sayyidina Ali radiallahu anha and Mustafa. And in, during the month of Ramadan this happened in the last 10 days and you must remember that then she got married. So you my sister 
understood that shaitan is troubling you. You're watching too many movies and you got wrong friends and so forth and so on. That is the ideal time for you to get married and learn how to run a home. You must know how to cook. You must know how to clean a house. You must know how to iron. You must know how to make samosas. Three who coolly cook. Make sure it's a triangle and not a square. And you must learn all these basic things here and so forth. When good proposal come, get married. Don't think that you're too smart and all these things. I know of so many girls, ladies, in my own family and other families. They say, no, no, not now. Now some of them are 40, 50, 60 years old and never got married. Mustafa Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam is addressing the fathers, the awliya, the guardian of the daughters, of the sisters, the nieces, and saying Hadith Sahih, authentic Hadith, intermediate Ibn Majah, Ida khataba ilaykum mimman tardona dinahu wa khuluqahu When someone proposes for your daughter, your sister, your niece, and you are pleased with the deen, the piety of that person, and the belief structure, he belongs to the Ahlu Sunnah wal Jama'ah, not the Kafir, Shia, or Qadiani, or Agahani, and all these characters. Wahulukahu, and the character of that person also is impeccable and good, for so we you. Then get him married to your daughter, niece, sister, whoever. For illam taf'al, and if you don't do so, takun fitnatun fil ardi wa fasadun arid, then there will be mayhem chaos on this earth. You, my sister, start tonight, start now now and read two rakat salat daily and remember that you read rabbana hablana min azwajina wa dhurriyatina qurrata ayun we must behave and think like Muslims and not our name is Maryam and you start thinking like Mary our name is Bilal and you start thinking like Bali so no you must get married this is the ripe age and good age to get married my sister see Ustad my wife is gone uh, with my children on holiday my wife's friend offered me to have supper with them every night, although my wife will know about it. Can I accept? Remember, taqwa hauna ustad. Yeah, taqwa hauna, shaitan also is there. Totally haram, you must remember that. So your wife's friend say you must go there. Then slowly, slowly you will start chatting. Then you will start joking. Then you will start gravitating. By the time your wife come back, maybe you had something already with her in the bedroom, you know. <laughs> so then you will make taqwa hauna. Quran Sharif states, وَلَا تَقْرَبُ zina إِنَّهُ كَانَ do not even go near fornication and adultery. You must remember it is something obscene and indecent. For you to go to your wife's friend, female friend, you will be alone, she will be alone, totally haram. You go to your wife's friend and she is there and her husband is there, still haram. Mm-hmm. Why still haram? Because now you all will sit together, you will joke, you will do this. How many times it happened that who ran away with the wife, the husband's best? friend who ran away you must remember with the wife you must remember that the wife's best friend and so forth so all these kind of things here Islam says no therefore Islam has instituted the laws of hijab niqab parda all these things here if you study Islam properly today people don't study they just scratch the surface Everything that leads to zina, fornication, adultery, Islam has closed the doors. <laughs> Everything that leads to nikah, Islam has opened the doors and made it easy, easy. Which is the best nikah? The best nikah is the one where the least expenditure takes place. You must remember hadith mentioned in Mishkar Sharif. Which is the best mahar, the marital gift which we give our wives in cash or kind. So khayru sadaq aysaruhu. Abu Dawood hadith, sahih hadith. The best sadaq, the best mahar, the best marital gift is the one that is cheap, cheap, you understand, meaning easily available now we have made this institution so difficult now we must invite 200 people 500 people 1000 people we must have it in this hall we must have it in this hotel we must have it in this civic center and then we must have a five star meal and we must wear this clothing so all that adds up adds up 100,000 quarter million 1 million 5 million 10 million we can't have the nikah in South Africa to who what courage what you talking you you know who we are. 
we belong to the highest strata and the elite of the South Africa, the who's who we are in there. So we're going to perform our nikah there in Dubai and Abu Dhabi and all. So all haram dandas and things we bring just to show off, you must remember. Therefore, the Quran Sharif says, chapter 17, verse 27, that the people who squander their wealth, they are the brothers of Satan, Shaitan, and Lucifer. And you must remember, man you do all this just to show off, then you find after three months, six months, one year finish the girl is back home because your whole intention was tainted and polluted so therefore think properly what we are doing and what our intention and motive is Ustad, he says, even if the husband is there but I won't speak to her Ustad. totally haram I'm asking you a question if you go to that house now your wife isn't there mm. right so now it's supper time so now the husband is there, you are there. Be honest. Will the wife sit there on the table with you? Will they be parda? Oh, no. Will they be joking and laughing? No, 100%. The husband has to go to relieve himself or somewhere. Mm. You alone with his wife. And so forth, you left alone there. It never happens that when a strange male and a strange woman are there left alone, so then the third party there will be Satan, Shaitan, Lucifer. It's haram for you, brother. Yet you see you alone, so the say Shaitan is working on your mind. And he's saying, ah, you must be Sufis to do in Nas. The whisperings of shaitan. And he's telling you, you know, her food is very tasty. And her, uh, I must watch out with the words I used here just now. You see, the food is very tasty. And the halim is very tasty. And what biscuits, I can't use the other words, you understand? Her biscuits are very tasty and all that. You see, then other things will become tasty also. Brother, all haram, don't fool yourself. <laughs> Allah Akbar. He says, I don't appreciate that answer. I don't yes. interest it whether you appreciate or not. We give correct answer, not to carry favor with you and bootlick you. You ask me a question, I give you answer Haq. from Quran and Hadith, and that is the answer. You don't come and play with the Sharia. Somebody says, Yo, Ustad, 10 years and six kids later, now my husband wants out. How does Islamic maintenance work, and how much should I get for each child? Anonymous, Ustad. You must take him to the cleaners. You must remember that. You must go for the maximum. <laughs> you know all his assets. You know what belongs to him and so forth and so on. He is bare sharam. He's bare haya. He's bare shukar and na shukar. That after six children, ten years marriage, you gave your youth to him and you gave everything for him. And now he says, no, I want someone slim trim. I want a virgin and so forth. You forgot what your wife did, brother? Your married second one, I'm telling you now, will not work out. You know why it will not work out? <laughs> that same wife that you want to separate from or give her talaq, every day her tears will be rolling down. Look at this male, dad and this husband. I gave him everything, six children, and now he still wants to separate from me, divorce me, and so forth. She becomes Mazluma, the oppressed, and you are the Zalim, the Tenpot dictator. When that oppressed person cries, you must remember that, then between that oppressed person and Almighty Allah, there's no veil, there's no curtain. Meaning, isharatun ila suratil ijaba. It means the oppressed person's dua. It accepted almost immediately. So think properly. I told so many people who took second wife or divorced their wife, and then the children also got lost and so forth. Go see their halat today. How they suffering? You hmm. must remember. I know of people who are millionaires today. They don't possess anything. They're looking for zakat. You must remember that. So, brother, you better go back to your wife and forget all this. You want the slim and trim one and you want another virgin and you want to all these things here. It is all waswasa of shaitan and whisperings of shaitan. That is my advice to you. But if you want 
want to, then you, my sister, you must make a list of all his assets and you must get a sharpshoot lawyer and tell somebody in your family to assist you and you take him to the cleaners. You charge him 10, 20,000 for every child. You must remember that <laughs> because life is so expensive today. Let him pay you 50, 100,000 per month. Dance all the proper dance. You must remember that. That's what you must do. You must teach him a lesson. Remember that. <laughs> Allahu Akbar. Somebody says, yeah, dear honorable respected Mufti Sabs, we as listeners are looking out and speaking out for our beloved Haji Suleiman Esop. But Mufti Sab, it seems he's not interested in marriage. Please honestly tell us, is he interested or not? There's girls out there who wants to get married. Who start? So Suleiman Esop says he wants to get married, but he doesn't want all old ladies, you see. He is 37 years old. He's got two sons who are 10 and 11, and they are there by their mother. July holidays, December holidays, they come by him. I see that myself. But you must realize he is the only son and he's got one sister. So Mm. it's one son and one daughter. So now the sister is married. But when you get married to him, his father passed away. So you have to live with the mother. Obviously, he can't go and dump his mother. That is not right. Mm. So you must realize this. So now he is faced with two, three scenarios. He wants a lady, say, 25, 27, 20, say, under 30 years old. Uh-huh. But now the ladies who want to marry him are, say, 40 years old, 45 years old. He say, I don't want the old mama. I want the young one, you see. So this type of... So that's what he told me. When I told him, but this lady is interested, he mm. said, yeah, but you don't know the age, and so forth and so on. So that's the problem with mm. our Suleiman Mota. Then Suleiman also faces issues. You see, when people ask me, uh-huh. what are you? I say 100% mammon, head to toe I mammon, you see. And they ask me, what about my wife? I say 100% assorted biscuits, you see. <laughs> so your mother, the Suleiman of ours is also assorted biscuits, you see, 4951 business. What is 4951 business? So his mother is mammon, you understood? And father is Urdu speaking, Allah grant him Jannat al-Firdaus. The other day we went to his grave also when to make dua with for him. So that is all this issue you must know. So those of you who are interested and you're less than 30, 25, 30 years old so in that bracket there and then you contact him So in, and you don't, you understand, you don't have your own children and so forth mm. so then we don't want to complicate, complicate matters even further then he's interested inshallah so that is our Suleiman Mota story and remember that he's a good guy, that's what I know about him. What he does, we Weekends, all that unda danda that I don't know. So you must remember these kind of things. Yeah. <laughs> so that is you must remember. But we hope and pray he settles down. I mean, that he'll perform better year at work also. Definitely. <laughs> I see somebody from Port Elizabeth says Mufti Sab. We know of a sister. She's also forty with uh, two children. But they prepared to come to Johannesburg. They will come and take a drive. So Mufti Sabah and maybe Suleiman can sell him. She's a very good cook, Ustad. No, no, no. I can tell you from now, not interested. I told you, must be 30 and less and no children. So finish disqualified. <laughs> so you can come to Johannesburg. We don't can't sell you, no. But you won't get Suleiman. Suleiman won't see you and you won't see Suleiman. Suleiman. <laughs> Ustad, my husband and I are married for five years, alhamdulillah. But whenever there's a, a disagreement, it always becomes butter and turns into a big argument. He gets angry very quickly, which makes it very difficult, even for the small petty things. And that bitterness between us goes on and on. It's becoming more and more difficult to live this way, Mufti Sab. Kindly advise us, Ustad. Almighty Allah, Jalla Wala, gives us solutions for everything in the Noble Quran. Mustafa Rasulullah elaborates and explains that further. So let us take all these incidents and Quranic verses and Ahadith Mubarakah. Number one, Quran Sharif teaches us, Treat your wives with love, with respect and justice. How you want your son-in-law to treat your daughter, you must treat your wife better than that. Always remember, then you are a good husband. 
حضرت جی حضرت مولانا مسی اللہ خان صاحب اور جلال آباد نور اللہ عمر قدم مادر زاد ولی سو ریمبر دیر فرام اے ینگ ایج ہی واز ولی اللہ آلریڈی سو ہی ٹوٹ آس ریمبر ان سیونٹی سیون آئی سپیل ہو رمضان دیر سو ہی اس ٹو سی دا ہول ورلڈ کین سی یو آر گوڈ بٹ ایو وائف این چلرن سی یو آر بیٹ دین بے آل میٹ اللہ جلال اللہ یو آر بیٹ پرسن and the whole world says you are bad but your wife and children say you good then inshallah by all may Allah Jalla Wala and by Mustafa Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi you're a good person so always remember these things here that is the barometer in Islam second one all may Allah teaches us in Surah 19 Surah Maryam and verse number 96 always remember that verse number 96 all may Allah says Verily those people who possess true Iman, they have to continue with the righteous deeds. Almighty Allah will bring the love. Therefore read Ya Wadudu, Ya Wadudu, Ya Wadudu abundantly. And inshallah you will see Almighty Allah will bring that. Your husband, you in the wrong. Why are you in the wrong? See. The hadith, you might, I answer the question as the questions are posed. So remember that, see what happened. The hadith is mentioned in Muslim Sharif. One day, he, Habibuna Mustafa Rasulullah Wasallam comes to his beloved Sahib Zadi, Ladli, beloved daughter's house, Sayyidah Fatima radiallahu anha's house. Ya Fatima, Aina Ali, where is Ali? See how intelligent she, Sayyidah Fatima radiallahu anha is. She didn't give old story. She just said, Ya Rasulullah, Ya Abati, O oh, beloved father, Baidi wa Baidna There was some misunderstanding. Okay, but where is he? He's gone to Masjid. Habibuna rahmatulil alameen sallallahu alayhi sallam was, is, will always be the most beloved, the most precious to Allah. But yet the master alayhi sallam is going as a father-in-law also. When he goes into the masjid, the master alayhi sallallahu sallam, he sees in Ali next to the wall there, relaxing, sleeping. What is own bi yadihi sharifa So you must remember what is own Mubarak, blessed hands. You see dust on the clothing body of Sayyidina Ali from Masaha. Then Nabi alayhi salatu salam removes it bi yadihi sharifa with his own hand and says, Kum ya abaturab, kum ya abaturab, stand up, stand up, ya abaturab. He praises Sayyidina Ali. He gives him such a title. Sayyidina Ali says, I love this title. So you see, a potentially explosive situation and the master sallallahu alayhi wasallam placed it under control go back home both of you now sort things out finish now me and you that the daughter will tell the whole story to her parents and eat masala and spice and father-in-law will go to the to the son-in-law and already start tensioning him up and panel beating him up See, this is how you solve a problem. So you, husband, you don't blow your gasket and everything for petty, petty things. Walk away and go to the masjid and go there. Hazrat Mona Idris Khandelvi, great alim, he wrote Tafsir Ma'arif al-Quran, but it's incomplete. He wrote the Mishkat Sharif commentary in Arabic, Ta'aliq al-Sabi. And one day while he's teaching all that, so now the students know he's at home. Suddenly they saw Hazrat Mona Idris Abkandelvi walking fast towards the masjid. Said, Hazrat, what's happening? Something happened. Said, yes. Meme tutu chal raha hai. Meme tutu chal raha hai. Meme tutu means my wife and my mother, they got big argument. So outside must I take both are beloved to me. So I said, best I go to the masjid and I cry to Almighty Allah. Ya Allah, you change the halat from un, you know, uh, this thing, you know, undesirable and change it to desirable conditions. See, that are what we think you are. Not keep on carrying on. She say one, you say three, she say five, you say seven. No, you don't behave like that. That is foolish, my brother. Mm. When it's exactly now 17 minutes to 12, we go for our interval. When we come back, inshallah, we will continue with the bliss of marriage. Stay tuned. Marcus Sahaba, the voice of Ahlul Sunnah wal Jama'ah. Marcus Sahaba, the voice of Ahlul Sunnah wal Jama'ah. 
Well, it's uh, 15 minutes uh, to 12. It's a beautiful Tuesday, cold morning here in Lanasia. Remember, our WhatsApp number is 084-786-3132. International Overseas Listeners Plus 2784-786-3132. Somebody says here, could please, uh, Molana Arafat, could you please tell Muftis up to advise on those who go to Medina to do the nikah or complete the hips, Ustad? Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Whenever we do something in life, see the greatest books on a hadith. One, Bukhari Sharif, Imam Bukhari, Rahimahullah. Then you take Mishkat Sharif, you see. Then you take Riyadu Salihin, Allama Nawawi, Rahimahullah, Allama Tabrizi, Rahimahullah, Imam Bukhari, Rahimahullah. So these are the giants of the Ummah. And what did they they mention in their respective compilations the first hadith innamal a'malu binniyat so you must remember that so your actions are according to your niyat 80% 70% of the people want to go and perform the nikah day in Medina Munawwara or perform you must finish the Quran Sharif in Medina Munawwara what is the intention I'm not saying 100%, but I'll tell you 70, 75%. It's just to show off. You must remember that. There's nothing that is there. So in time of Mustafa Rasulullah, this incident, Abdurrahman bin Awf got married in Medina. He didn't even invite Nabi alayhi salam. They just used to do it and finish. You must remember it was a simple, straightforward thing. We will delay, delay. Hazrat is coming. My peer sub is coming from India, from Pakistan, from Haman's Kral. They will delay it for six months, one year. All haram, all these things here. So you must remember to delay, delay the marriage and all that. It's not permissible. So you must remember that me, I'm dead against all these things here. Because the intention, we pass the law on what aksar, what majority are doing. So you must remember it's waste of money. And how many times we know that the youngster finish there, you tell him to read 20 rakats tarawi, 10 rakats tarawi, he can't even read 4, four rakats tarawi. He forgot half the Quran already. The girl who got married there, how many times there are so many problems and marriage breaks and all. So that is not going to go and give you some joy. Salman Farsi radiallahu anhu, go open Mata Malik, you will find it there. What a great statement. The holy lands of Makkah, Mukarramah, Madinah, Munawwara, Masjid Al-Aqsa. That will not make you pious. Your actions will make you pious. Hazrat Mufti Muhammad Shafi Sahib, Nawarallahu Marqadahu, one of the greatest jurors, Muftis, India Park produced. We met him several times. 10th of Shawwal, 1976, the giant of Islam passed away. He said, Bahad se log, they write in Medina Munawwara, but Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam se bahad dur hai. But they don't practice on any sunnah, hardly any sunnah. So in reality, they're very, very far from Nabi alayhi sallallahu salam. And bahad se log, they far away physically from the Master Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. But they practice on the sunnah and nabawiyah to warn Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam ke bahad qareeb hai. So understand this, don't fool yourself with these things here. Mari poiri ni dikri ni nikah, madina munawara maithai. Now you're going to spend 10,000 10, on one one ticket. You're going to spend another one week there, all the accommodation, and perform the nikah day and all that. There's no guarantee. You must remember things will work out and so forth. So in most cases, it is just, it is just you must remember, showing off and wasting money. So when you waste money, then you become brother of shaitan, you must remember. You want your daughter's marriage to work out, take that 10,000 rand and go feed 10, 20, 100,000 people and all that. You must remember that thousands of people you can feed. So therefore, we must remember, So me, I don't approve of it. <laughs> I see there's a brother. From Pretoria, he says, Mubtsab, I only have one daughter, so why can't I make a big wedding? She's not, you only get married once. Ustad. 
So what is your intention with a big nikah? Answer me. I ask you one question. You're going to have a big nikah. So you're going to invite 1,000 people, 500 people. So now you're going to put parda on the chairs. You're going to put parda on the ceiling. You're going to have the best, you understand, cutlery, crockery, meal, and so forth and so on. Now the question you have to ask, will Allah be pleased with that? Will Mustafa Rasulullah be pleased with that? That's the first question a Muslim has to ask. So obviously not, because it doesn't matter if she's the only daughter or the only son and so forth. The fact remains, we are governed by the laws of Islam at all times, all places. So you want to have a big nikah, you see? And that. so I'm asking you, it's better to have a small nikah called 50, 100 people and what you're supposed to spend on the other 500 people, 1,000 people. Go and give it out to the poor and destitute. What you think is better? Where will you attract the mercy of all my children? My one cousin, you'll understand, his son got married. Now he spent big, big money, I know that, you'll understand. So I told him, Walima, you don't have to invite this one, this one. You see that one madrasa there, that just go give all the students there, and you pay for the meals, the students will make dua for your son, for your daughter, and so forth. So that is our advice to you, brother. And when this big, big nikah takes place, there's no parda, there's no hijab, and then there's 101 haram things going on, then there must be videos, there must be cameras, there must be a lot of other things going on. So therefore, my brother, this these kind of things are haram and not permissible, whether you have one child or you have 10 children. So, Ustad, the wife of 20 odd years can only speak negative things about the husband. She looks at all other people with positive lenses. Husband is frustrated and has had enough. Husband is tired of her behavior. Which way must they move forward? Ustad. So you, my brother, if I ask you three questions, you must be honest and answer me. When last did you and your wife make dua together? One. Number two, when last did you and your wife have ta'aleem in your house? You take Riyadu Salihin, you take Fazaila Amal, and you read that. Number three, that when last did you and your wife read the 99 beautiful names of all Allah together? And Allah commands us all this. وَلِلَّهِ الْأَسْمَاءُ husna فَدْؤُوهُ biha. That chapter 7, verse 180, Almighty Allah has wonderful, beautiful names. So invoke and call Almighty Allah, Jalla by these beautiful names. We don't do that. Now the tabi'a, the natural way of the wife, Habibuna, Mustafa Rasulullah Wasallam's honorable wife, Azoja Al-Ula Al-Mutahara, Sayyidah Khadija radiallahu anha passes away. He's 25 years plus married, plus few days and whatever, married, six children. He, Habibuna Sallallahu Wasallam, is so sad. Abu Talib, the uncle, the chacha, the kaka, did not embrace Islam. He's dispatched to Jahannam and hellfire mentioned in Bukhari Sharif. So remember, he also dies, but he defended the master, salam, on many occasions. So that year is known as Amul Huzan, the year of sadness and grief. Almighty Allah, Jalla Wala, obviously Allah's knowledge, all-embracing, all-encompassing. Ya Rasul Allah, Sallallahu Alaihi you are so sad. Let's take you for the greatest journey. No one before you, no one after you will experience such a journey. They're the journey of Isra and Mi'raj. So from Makkah, Mukarramah to Aqsa al-Mubarak in Palestine, so that is Isra. Meeting the prophets and messengers, making the imamah there to show that he, Habibuna Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, was, is, will always be Imamul Anbiya and Mursaleen. And then the Mi'raj to go to the seven heavens and beyond, visit Jannah, Jahannam, all. When Mustafa Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam returned, what did the Master Sallam says? That the women will be the most in Jahannam. So why Ya Rasulullah? He Habibuna Sallallahu mentioned two qualities. One, takfurna al-ashir, that they're ungrateful of their husbands. Husband can do good, good. One day he does mistake. He does. They told him to buy, buy alu. He went to go buy piyas. They told him to buy potatoes. He went to go buy some onions and some crazy. The way that she will tell him a lecture and so forth and never saw goodness in you. 
and then tuksirna la'na they love to curse and so forth so that Nabi alayhi salam says will lead you to Jahannam so you must start all this don't say you tired tired and all that's do that what Islam teaches us and when this argument just walk away so you must remember these things here and when both of you are 100% in a good mood then both of you discuss it you don't need to make war war W-A-R W-A-R you'll need to make jaw jaw J-A-W J-A-W discuss the issues and so forth when both of you are sober both of you are alone and both of you know that there's not in front of the children and so forth so always try and bring about reconciliation smile buy a present a gift melt a heart make dua together do all these things you'll see how things will change somebody says that why is it that a female marries someone older than her but a male would be advised not to marry someone older than him I mean this is also sunnah ustad so you must remember certain things are our custom and certain things are what Nabi did and what Quran Sharif states now look at Quran anything you want to know Quran says that about the women in Jannah Uruban Ataraba Uruban Ataraba Uruban they are loving caring sharing so that are the hur, the beautiful damsels of Jannah and Ataraba you played in the sand and she played in the sand at the same time so your outlook of life will be very very similar so that is what we must understand you must remember that so to have the same ages that is desirable not compulsory Habib, now we go to Siratul Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. He Habibuna Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam married Sayyida Khadija Radiallahu Anha and she was 15 years the senior of Mustafa Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. He the master Alayhi Salatu Salam 25 years old. Sayyida Khadija Al-Kubra had the laqab title Tahira Radiallahu Anha 40 years old and the marriage continued for 25 years six children born and you see Mustafa after her demise married Sayyidah Sauda another lady that's elderly then the master married Sayyidah Aisha very young and the only virgin so they, all the examples are there for you so remember we must not give preference to our tradition and custom when it encroaches upon the Sharia you say how can you marry that lady she, our Moha Qasim Sema was 77, 78 years old and he went to Cape Town and he brought a lady you must remember that was 28 years old 50 years gap and after one two years married she gave birth also remember to Qudsiya to his daughter and so forth so the students from Cape Town they used to say Molana is old but is not cold Molana is old but is not cold you see so Islam teaches us all these type of things Ustad my daughter has a proposal from a man that uh, was previously divorced from my friend should my daughter accept the proposal immediately or delay because she is scared? Her friend will say she stole her ex-husband. Ustad. So my advice to you will be that don't even consider it and say no from start, finish it up, end of the story. Why? One, he divorced. And second one is this. Now that friend will always try and cause harm to your marriage. He did this, he did this, he did this. You don't need all this in the in, the, in your marital life and so forth. So my advice, just call it off, finish and clear. What you want to delay it and give him hopes and so forth and so on. That you yourself, you're not 100%. So remember, just tell him the istikhara came on negative or something like that. And then end of the story, finish then. Hmm. 0847863132 Somebody wants to know Ustada Will your programs be live Ustada The programs from the tell Inshallah That will be Inshallah Rabiul Awal We will send out the adverts And all that This week Yeah All will be live Inshallah On Marqa Sahaba The voice of Alu Sunnah Wal Jama'ah Radio Ansar International And on Sirius FM Inshallah Al-Aziz Barakallahu Feek Assalamu Alaikum Wa Rahmatullahi Wa Barakatuh Wa Alaikum Assalamu Wa Rahmatullahi Wa Barakatuh Marcus Sahaba Online Radio, empowering the Ummah. <laughs>